Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where a mother demands that their kid becomes a stripper. Our first Reddit post is from AK Chef. Ever since I became pregnant, I've become a magnet for Entitled Parents. I have no idea what it is. Maybe they can just smell the pregnancy hormones and it brings out that essence of entitlement. I have no idea. This happened to me while I was about three months along. I was at a grocery store picking up a few things. I was tired, sick from morning sickness, and desperate to find something to eat that I could keep down. So I didn't have many purchases while standing in line waiting to be checked out. And from behind me enters the entitled mother. She had a child, but he didn't say anything that I remember. I was still waiting to put my purchases on the counter while the other person was checking out. I heard the entitled mother come up behind me and clear her throat. Ahem, excuse me. I turn and this woman didn't really look like the typical Karen. She actually looked more like those bottle blonde sorority girls with tons of makeup on. She had an adorable little boy in her cart, I'd guess maybe three years old, and she was obviously pregnant. I'd guess between six to seven months. Yes, I'm tired and not gonna lie, was kinda rude when I said it. I'm very tired and wanna get home. Can you just let me in front of you? The woman literally had a cart full of groceries. I can be kind of a pushover, so if she only had a few things, I probably would have let her. I only have a couple of items. I'll be checked out pretty fast. Oh, come on. I'm pregnant and very tired. My feet are killing me. And I need to get my son home. Well, I'm pregnant and fighting morning sickness. I just want to get my soup and Tylenol so I can try and eat and sleep. She scoffed and looked at my stomach. You're not pregnant. Don't give me that BS. Lady, I don't really care what you think. I turned back to face the cashier as she finally finished scanning the groceries of the guy in front of me. I could literally hear her scoffing and muttering under her breath. As I was being checked out, she was still muttering under her breath and tapping her shoes impatiently. Some people are just so rude. I really wish I had turned and snapped at her again, but I was tired and sick. I tried to ignore her. Entitled mother literally began throwing stuff onto the counter the second there was space, still muttering about wanting to go home and how I was such a lying jerk. The cashier was looking at her and rolling her eyes at the entitled mother. As soon as I was checked out, literally took five minutes, if that. I got my receipt and looked at the entitled mother. Sorry I took a whole ten minutes away from you. Have a wonderful day. Oh, F you. No thanks. I'm not into stupid blondes. I was a little happy I made the cashier laugh while I walked away. She yelled something else, but I ignored her. I still regret not having a better comeback than what I said, though. Not very exciting, but that was my first run-in with an entitled mother. Sadly, I have more stories. And I would love to finish this pregnancy with no more encounters of entitled parents or entitled people in general. OP, you probably didn't think that what you did was that big of a deal, but trust me, you made that cashier's freaking weak. If you think you dealing with entitled parents is annoying, imagine how hard it is for people in the service industry who have to deal with Karens every single day. 
I guarantee you that the first thing that cashier did on a break was go and tell every other cashier about what you said to that stuck-up entitled parent. Our next Reddit post is from Naps for Life. So I collect fountain pens, r slash fountain pens if you're interested, or my post history for the pens in question, some of which are very beautiful, rare, and expensive. A significant amount of my collection is cheap Chinese knockoff pens that I have for inking dozens or even hundreds of inks at once, but I mostly keep them to give away to people who are interested in dipping their toes into the hobby. They're certainly not bad pens, but nothing like my nicer ones and not as extravagant looking. I used to work at an extended day camp over summers and I'm still friends with the people I worked with there. Next to the classroom building is a park with a playground, which is technically a public park, but I've never seen anyone but people related to the school use it. At the end of the day, when parents are picking up their kids, we'd bring the kids to the playground to wait for their parents. Last week, I went to pick up my friend who worked there and hung around with her at the playground because there was this one last little girl, five or so years old, I think, whose mom was a bit late. She seemed really sweet and interested in my stuff, so I showed her my pen collection and she asked politely to try one. I was happy to show her how to use one of my cheapy pens and she was very gentle and patient with it. So I told her that if her mom gave permission, she could pick out a cheapy to keep. Eventually, her mom showed up with another mom and another five-ish year old girl. She immediately ran to her mom and started excitedly telling her about the pens. And her mom said she could have one, so she ran back and carefully picked one out. While she was happily showing her mom, I heard the other mom telling her kid, Go ahead and pick one. The other little girl came up and immediately pointed at one of my admittedly very colorful and sparkly expensive pens and said, I'd like this one, please. She was never pushy during the whole incident, so I can't fault the child. The mom, though. So I started explaining to her that this was my personal collection. And if I could show her how to use one of the cheapies, and if she was nice to it, I would let her pick one of those. She seemed to understand and just said, okay. But her mom interrupted and said, Excuse me, you let the other little girl pick whatever she wanted. You have to let mine choose. So I start to explain again that this is like a $600 pen. And she's angrily like, No, that's the one she picked, so you have to give it to her. I'd like to say I had some kind of repartee with her where I showed her how dumb she is, like some of you post, but I was just dumbfounded and could only stare at her in shock for a second. My brain was like, pins in danger! So I just zipped up my case, packed it in my bag, and started walking away to get my friend and go. This lady is getting upset and trying to stop me the whole time I'm walking away. But I didn't say another word to her as we left. I feel bad about her kid, who really wasn't that bad. But no one needs a fountain pen. Except me, obviously. Our next Reddit post is from Thank God I'm Anonymous. Backstory, I have one brother and one sister. I'm male. I'm the oldest of the bunch. My brother is about two years younger and my sister is just about one year younger. At the time of this story, we all have pretty good income. Not tooting my own horn, but I honestly had the best. My sister had the worst. She was consistently borrowing money from either me or my mom. 
She didn't waste it on things like drugs, but she just didn't have enough income and she had to pay a hefty amount of rent. So I knew my sister was looking for ways she could make more money. She was kind of desperate at this point. I was helping her out. She was intelligent enough for a better job. Then one day I found her a solid looking job and asked her if she wanted to go interview for it. She met all the requirements, but then she said no. I was pretty confused because why would you turn down something like that? But she didn't accept it and then she quit the job she already had. So now I knew something had to be up. I came over to her place and asked her. She tried to deny everything at first, but then she just let loose. She kind of just regretfully told me that she was trying out stripping. I was silent. I wasn't thinking about it, and honestly, the thought that she might have done this had crossed my mind before. I didn't know whether to be mad or sympathetic. I decided to not be mad. She begged me not to tell our mom, so I didn't. I just told her to not do anything stupid. And then I kind of became her partner. I would drive her to places I shouldn't have been. I would make sure she got home all right. And I was the only one who knew what she did. I never really saw what she was doing. I just knew. Soon, our mom found out. I could say it was through my sister, but I honestly forget how she found out. And my mom kind of freaked out. She called my sister all kinds of slutty slurs, calling her a failure, saying she would disown her. My sister was crying. It was bad. And then everything changed when sister told our mom about how much money she made. Although I don't like admitting it, it was more than what I made. Let's just say she made a lot. Like a lot. My mother was dumbfounded. And then, wouldn't you guess, she became my mom's angel. She ignored all my sister did wrong and focused on the money she made instead. She would brag about her to relatives, saying she worked hard and deserved it. And the worst part? My mom now acted like I was a failure and that I should make as much money as my sister. Makes me remember why I was so eager to move out. Now, let me just say, my sister was incredibly supportive. She offered me a bunch of money. I declined most. I only accepted a bit for driving her and favors. Nothing for no reason. So let's get that out of the way. Now, I was mad at my mom. I wouldn't talk to her if I didn't have to. I was disappointed that she felt like that. It made me embarrassed. My mom constantly bugged me. I should make more money. I should get a job like my sister. I should do as well as my sister. It was bad. How do you be proud of that? So yeah, that's what happened. Now, my brother was kind of ignored throughout this. She decided to focus on me, which sucks, but eh. Now, a few months later, my sister quit that job. She found a better job and she never had any bad accidents or things like drug addictions. Me and my sister remained friends throughout the whole thing. And now everyone just pretends to forget what happened. No, I don't blame her. Not really. She needed money, so she did what she did. Obviously, I don't encourage it, but she didn't spend her money on things like drugs and alcohol. So she kept her head level. A bit. I blame my mom, though. She was annoying as heck. Hey, <laughs> OP. 
When you said, and then I became her partner, <laughs> that's not the best way to phrase that sentence. I think most of my viewers probably had Sweet Home Alabama playing in the back of their heads. Our next Reddit post is from Zariva. Before I start, I'm from Germany and this story took place there. Please keep that in mind because A, our laws might be slightly different. And B, English isn't my first language, and if I misspell things or my grammar is wonky, that's why. So in the early 2010s, I was trying on sneakers in a shoe store downtown with my purse lying next to me on the floor. I am both blind and deaf on my right side. Brain surgery gone wrong, but I'm okay considering the circumstances. And so I didn't even really see the teenager who sneaks up, grabs my purse, and starts booking it out the store. If he hadn't started running, I probably wouldn't even have noticed that he'd taken my bag, lol. Without really thinking, I start after him and since I was wearing new sneakers from the store, a store clerk runs after me. The kid makes it about 200 yards before I catch up with him. Now, I didn't try to tackle him. I just wanted to grab him and we lost our balance. The poor guy tries to catch our fall with me on top of him. He was maybe 150 pounds, I was maybe 185. And there was a sickening crunch. OP points out in a later update that this caused a wrist injury with a dislocation and fracture of the ulnar. I instantly feel horrible for the chap and try to see what's wrong. I used to work as an EMT. The clerk from the shoe store is standing there staring at us, trying to figure out what just happened. The kid's clutching his arm and trying to act tough. He might even have tried to get back up and keep running, but there were too many people around us now and he changed his mind. I asked for an ambulance to be called, but it's the police who showed up first, called by the store, and asked what happened. I explain. The store clerk explains. A few witnesses chip in. The police ask if I want to press charges and I say something like, I think he's been punished enough. Fast forward about a month. In short succession, I get two letters. One is informing me that the police are looking into a battering charge against me. The second is a summons into court and I can't believe my eyes. I'm being sued by the purse snatcher for damages for pain and suffering. They wanted something around 8,000 euros for the broken wrist. Luckily, I have an awesome lawyer who is also my cousin and we appear in court at the appointed time. While we wait for the case to be called, the kid sits on a bench, his arm in a brace, looking a bit sheepish. Next to his lawyer, a young guy and henceforth lawyer one, stands his mother, glaring daggers at me. We get called inside and lawyer one starts to elaborate in great detail how I threw myself on top of the kid while he was on the ground and so caused his injury, which in turn took surgery to fix. It's hard for me to keep quiet, but I bite the inside of my cheek and hold my tongue. Once his lawyer is done, my cousin gets up and the first thing she does is inform the judge that the injury was caused during a crime, explaining about the purse snatching. The judge pauses, looks at lawyer one, and asks if he was aware of this. He says yes, but that it shouldn't matter because in their view, I caused the injury deliberately and therefore the circumstances shouldn't matter. As long as I wasn't defending my health, I had no right to injure a child. The judge has two questions. Were there any witnesses and why were there no charges filed against the thief? 
My cousin produces statements from witnesses. The first police report of the incident and the documentation about the suspended investigation about whether or not I should be charged for battering. She also informs the judge that the police had followed my wish in not filing charges for the theft and explains that I felt the kid had suffered enough due to his injury. This is where Entitled Mother makes her first big mistake. She interrupts my cousin before she can finish and says something like, Obviously, she was afraid she'd get in trouble for what she did to my poor child. And the police did not do their job properly. Lawyer 1 tries to shush her and apologizes to the judge saying his client is clearly in emotional distress over her child's injury. Her poor child, he was 17, meanwhile sits in his chair behind Lawyer 1 and Entitled Mom and looks like he's trying to disappear into the floor. The judge, in an unusual move for a German court, asks the kid directly if he thinks I injured him on purpose. He sort of shrugs, and right there, Entitled Mom makes mistake number two. That fat cow threw herself onto my poor child when he was lying in the street. She should be locked up. Now, in Germany, you can't just say rude things like fat cow to someone, even if they're true. At least the fat part, lol. Especially not in court. My cousin turns around to me and silently mouths, wow. There's even a murmur of reaction from the three or so people sitting in the back of the court. Many court proceedings are open to the public in Germany. The judge looks at Entitled Mom, who is again being shushed by Lawyer One. Not quite as gently this time. And whose stage whispers, it's true. When all is quiet again, Judge waits a few more seconds just glaring at Entitled Mom, teacher style. Then the judge looks at Lawyer 1 and asks, Do you want to proceed with this nonsense? Before Lawyer 1 can say no, it would have made the court cost cheaper, I think. Entitled Mom says, Yes! (laughs) Judge nods, declares the case dismissed, orders all costs court and both lawyers to be paid by the claimant and then turns to me and asks if I want to file charges for libel. My cousin nods enthusiastically. So I say, yes? The judge announces she'd speed things up and asks lawyer one if he'll be representing Entitled Mom. He nods. Entitled Mom seems to have lost the plot and keeps asking him what's going on. (laughs) Before Lawyer 1 can even explain to her what's about to happen, the judge makes it official and awards me 150 euros in damages and again decides that all costs and lawyer costs should be carried by Entitled Mom. My favorite thing about this, my lawyer is my cousin, and she wouldn't have charged me more than absolutely necessary. <laughs> but she's also working in a prestigious law firm with four partners who rake up a combined six PhDs and which is not cheap. <laughs> I don't remember the exact amount Entitled Mom ended up getting billed with, but it was a good chunk. This might just be the dumbest entitled parent I've ever read about on this website. Her kid breaks the law and she tries to sue the person who was the victim in the crime and then argues with the judge and commits crimes in the courtroom. Because apparently in Germany calling people's names is considered libel. That's kind of crazy, but (laughs) not nearly as crazy as this moronic entitled mother.
That was r slash entitled parents. And as I'm editing this video, I don't know exactly what day I'm gonna publish it. So if I'm under a million subs, then please subscribe to my channel. If I'm over a million subs, then yes, we made it boys. We'll be back with more r slash content right after this short break. Welcome to r slash entitled parents, where a woman calls the cops on a guy because he killed her son in a video game. Our first Reddit post is from Sergeant Lauda. So I was playing some Rainbow Six Siege solo queue and met this 12 to 14 year old kid. After the game, he invites me to a one-on-one -on -one house. I agreed and the game was on. Now I'm okay at Siege, around Platinum 3 and he was maybe silver or something. So for me, it was an easy game. And this kid was trash talking the whole time. Like, yeah, bro, you suck. And Oh, are you really gonna play that operator? He sucks. And so on and so on. So the real story begins when he starts using swear words. F you, man. I don't say anything. Then his mom joins in. Hey, why are you swearing at my son? What? I haven't been swearing at your son. Well, I just heard you say frick you to my son. No, I didn't. And why are you killing my son all the time? It's kind of the point of the game to kill the opponent. Well, why isn't he killing you? Well, that's maybe because I happen to be better at this game than he is. I want you to stop killing my son. Yeah, no, not gonna happen, lady. You want me to call the cops for assault? Good luck, ma'am. Where do you live? Sweden. Don't lie to me, you butthole. Ma'am, why would I lie to you? Why would you not lie to me to get out of the police coming to your house? <laughs> Touche, min jag luger, fakstikst inte för dig jinnu. Which theoretically translates to, but I'm not lying to you. What is your address? Rigskatan 1112 Stockholm. <laughs> the address of the Swedish parliament. Then there's silence for a while. So now I've called the police and they're on the way. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. I'll be here waiting for them. Good. I hope you will enjoy jail. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Well, goodbye. I better get dressed for when the police show up. Bye. I left the game and went to sleep. From what I know, the police have not showed up yet, so... <laughs> then we have the perfect reply from Mrs. Becca Lee 10 down in the comments. Hello, 911, what is your emergency? This boy is killing my son! Okay, ma'am, what's the address so we can send EMT and the police? <laughs> the mom gives a Swedish address. Um, ma'am, that's in another country. Yes, he keeps killing my son. Ma'am, what do you mean he keeps killing your son? In the video game. Now go arrest him before he kills him again. Click. Our next Reddit post is from Yannick8481. So, a little backstory. My girlfriend's sister, the entitled mother of this story, came over with her crotch goblin. He's 10, but really entitled. After five minutes, Crotch Goblin got bored and demanded that he should be entertained. I gave him a knockoff third-party controller and let him use my Switch with Smash Bros. 
There's a season pass for the game, but only one character is released, and I don't feel the need to buy the pass yet, as I want to know who else is joining the battle. He came back after two minutes. Hey, OP, I need you to pay 20 euros so I can play on your Switch. Why would I pay you to use my Switch? I can only play as a character you don't have, and that character costs 20 euros to get. I know about Joker, but I don't see the necessity of owning him yet. So why should I pay for you to use a character that I won't play as? The Crotch Goblin goes full tantrum. Because I want to play. If you won't buy him, I will take your Switch. I'll just put the Switch away. I don't think you should use it if you can't handle it. So I put the Switch in its cover and brought it to my bedroom and put it in my closet. I go back downstairs and get greeted by entitled mothers yelling. Why the F would you tell my son that he can't play anymore? He wants me to pay 20 euros for him to play. I'm not going to do that. It's only 20 euros and it would make Crotch Goblin so happy. Well then, you can pay it. It is your game. Why should I pay for your game? That's your responsibility. Yeah, I'm still not going to do that. He's free to play in the yard. We have a ball somewhere. He doesn't want to play in the yard. He wants to play a game on your Nintendo. Give him your Nintendo or we will leave. All right, let me get your coats. Entitled mother went into a tantrum as well, and my girlfriend told her that she should leave. She left, but not before calling me a man-child, a pedophile, and a moron. I haven't seen her since, and my girlfriend told me that she supports me as Entitled Mother has done this before, and screams when she doesn't get her way. I know it was only 20 euros, and knowing Nintendo, it'll be worth it. If Banjo-Kazooie is revealed, I'll buy it without hesitation. But I will never buy something to keep a child from throwing a temper tantrum. Our next Reddit post is from Tig. I'm new to Reddit and not sure if this fits into the subreddit, but here it goes. Since I was a kid, my mom, an entitled mother, has been self-centered first and a parent second. I could easily write a novel's worth of posts here about growing up with her. I developed a severe anxiety disorder very young, in large part to do with the things she would do and say to me. She's not an evil person. I genuinely believe she did the best she could, just didn't have the skill set for success. As an adult, I feel sad for her, because it must be terrible to be stuck with a brain that works in such negative ways. Thanks to therapy, I have fortunately come a long way since my more anxious younger days. That being said, she is the same old entitled mother from my childhood, and I think it would help me more to get out my rant here than to scream at her. So here goes. This happened a couple weeks ago. I'm pregnant with my first child. I've wanted a baby for as long as I can remember, and it took us a long time of trying to finally become pregnant. I won't bother with details, but once it finally happened, there were persistent signs of a miscarriage looming that doctors were warning us of over the first trimester. Needless to say, my partner and I spent most of the first three months stressed beyond belief and scared of losing what we both wanted so badly. Everything seems to be going smoothly now, and we are just starting to come down from the fear and enjoy the daily growth of our baby. 
Flash forward to me finally feeling comfortable enough to tell my entitled mother I'm pregnant, as well as the horror story we've been dealing with leading up to this announcement. She showed very little interest. Picture telling someone, it's supposed to be nice weather this weekend. That was the extent of the joy shown. I wasn't overly surprised since it's typical of her and did my best to focus on our excitement. Then came her learning of my due date. Eight days before her birthday. Suddenly her interest peaked to a flustered reaction and she made a comment or two about that not being ideal. I brushed it off and changed the subject soon after. About a month later, I was in town without my partner and stopped by her house quickly. Almost as soon as I sat down, she started in with what I could tell had been on her mind since our last visit and announcement, minus the flustered bit. This time, she was ready. This was the conversation. You know, December really isn't a good month to have a baby. We already have so much going on that month. It's really going to get in the way of things. What things will me having a baby interfere with? Well, there's Christmas to plan for and my birthday. So two things then. No, it's also the neighbor's birthday and your sister's birthday is the beginning of the next month. I think it's just going to be too hectic with all of that going on. Side note, my half-sister is significantly older than me at 50 years old, and we have never once celebrated her birthday since she only visits about once a year at best. The neighbor is an 18-year-old boy that has zero affiliation to our family, and Entitled Mother just happens to know that his birthday is in December, and somehow thought throwing this in helped back her case. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to find some room to squeeze my unborn child in there because there really isn't much I can do about it. My mom, ignoring my last remark and continuing her train of thought. Five pound babies that arrive early are so much cuter than full grown ones anyway because they're so little. Given what we've already been through, if anything, I'd rather the baby was born a little later than early so it's fully developed and has the best chance of being healthy. Having the baby a few weeks early isn't going to make that much difference. Lots of healthy babies come early. I'm gritting my teeth at this point. So are you suggesting I go tell my midwife or a doctor that I need to be induced or have a preterm C-section in November because a grandchild in December really doesn't fit into your hectic schedule? My mom sees my anger rising. It's just something to consider. This exchange sums up my entitled mom in a nutshell. At 71 years old, her main concern about the birth of her grandchild is that it will outshine her own special day. Since this exchange, I've told several people my due date whose birthdays are also in December, and every reaction from those people has been excitement and comments about how fun sharing birthdays would be, and jokes about the best babies being born in the month of December. You know, sane reactions to happy news. Thanks for listening, everyone. I needed that. Look on the bright side, OP, for the rest of her life. Whenever December rolls around, you can always pull the line. I'm sorry, Mom. I just can't swing by. I'm way too busy preparing for my sweet child's birthday. Our next Reddit post is from Intoxicated Yam. 
Backstory, my dad is a doctor. His family was extremely strict on him and only him. He was the oldest and his father never liked him. This sort of strict punishment somehow led him to have a successful career and lifestyle. He lived with his two brothers, sister, mother, and father till he moved out of their house and went far away. When my dad left his family to be with my mom, they didn't help him in any way possible. Whether it was financial or emotional support, they denied it. Everything changed when he finally managed to get a medical degree, however. He finally managed to be well-educated, left for a better home, and managed a successful life. I remember this one time when it all started. It was years ago, and I remember it went something like this. My entitled aunt said, I've noticed that you've finally gotten your medical degree, right? My dad said, Yes, we've managed to also get a new house, and things are going great. Thanks for asking. Oh, that's nice. So, do you think you could give anything for your supporting family? My mom is confused, but my dad speaks hesitantly. Uh, maybe. How much do you need? I think I can help. Of course, as expected, any good brother should care for his family. This repeated several times. My dad ended up giving large chunks of money in the $10,000 range. During this time, his abusive dad left their grandma and went far away on his own into somewhere we don't know anymore. This caused my aunt to become even more spoiled and messaged my dad something that went like this a few years ago. What the heck? Why have you stopped paying for our expenses? Don't you love your family? My dad is blinded by love for his family. Entitled Aunt also uses their mom as an excuse for my dad to pay. This results in even more money going to them. An Entitled Aunt using it to buy lavish trips around the world for herself instead of food or housing. She wastes roughly $25,000 to $50,000 and a four-year food plan in almost six months. Just about three years ago, Entitled Aunt becomes married. I don't know how, but she did it. Her husband wasn't in a good financial situation, and big surprise, she has a child. When her child was just a few years old, she wanted my dad to pay for his clothes, food, toys, babysitter, and even the kid's education, with all of her money going to herself, including her husband's money. This went on for a while until my mom slapped some sense into my dad. I was on my mom's side and convinced him to let them handle themselves. My dad had a rough time deciding, but decided to stop giving Entitled Aunt any more money. By this time, Entitled Aunt was infuriated. She threatened to sue my dad, from what I remembered, and said that they'd all die if he didn't help. She basically messaged my dad and mom this. Why have you stopped paying for our financial situation? My mom says, You mean your expenses on expensive hotels and trips? Entitled Aunt gets mad at this and replies, That is a lie. Grandma has helped OP's dad and she deserves the money. I'm not spending the money on anything expensive. I only use four-star hotels, so it's fine. You're honestly just spoiled. That's it. The money was meant for you to spend on food. Unfortunately, you broke the boundary and spent it on yourself. 
We won't help you anymore until you learn your lesson. Good luck. You ungrateful bastards. You'll apologize for this. My traumatized dad wanted to help, but managed to let go. So far, we've never heard from her again, and I'm happy about it. I honestly hope she's managed to get a better habit, perhaps a job like my hard-working parents, and be good with money. Sometimes, my dad helps my grandmother pay for groceries, and he knows she won't waste it on treating herself. Now, we live a healthier life, one where entitled aunt doesn't control our lives. And now that he stopped paying for her lifestyle, things have been way better, frankly. That was r slash entitled parents, and this is r slash puppy bloopers. By this time, entitled aunt... By this time... By this time... In Pooch, what do you want? By this time, entitled aunt was infuriated. Are you infuriated, Pooch? Because you're not getting the pets. She threatened to sue. Dog. And said that they'd all die if... And... Dog. She basically messaged my mom and dad this. You go. Buddy, man, listen. I'm trying to record here, okay? We can play later. We can cuddle later. Whatever you want. She basically messaged my mom and... She basically... Uh, she... She basically... She basically messaged... <laughs> Dog. Dog! What do you want from me? You want the pets and the scritches and the belly rubs. They gotta wait, bud. She basically messaged my dad and mom this. <laughs> oh, you're getting angry. You're getting angry? You give me some attitude? Okay, come on, come on up. Come on, come cuddle. Poochie, poochie poo. Ah, come on up. Oh, God, you're so big now. You're so big, pupper. Smooch da pooch. Smooch da pooch. Puppy dog. Puppy dog. You exhausted? Exhausted from a long day of sleeping and barking during my recordings? Aw, poor puppy dog, so tired. So tired. Smooch da pooch. Puppy dog. Puppy dog. All right, is that enough? Have you been satisfied? Because I gotta record some more, bud. Okay. She basically messaged. She basically messaged my dad and mom this. Dog. She basically. Uh, oh. What's up, Pooch? What's up, Pooch? Here, here, get your, get your toy. Get this. Go fetch. She basically messaged my dad and mom this. She, okay, this isn't any better. That might have made the situation worse. You found your toy? Was it dead? Did you kill it? 